This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about breaking the cycle, how to choose a healthy response to anxiety, and choosing healthier responses when we're anxious or heading into panic can be difficult, but with practice, it can become not only easier, but it can actually help us to stay completely away from the wormhole. What we are trying to do is to respond mindfully when we're feeling anxious. We're actually trying to move ourselves from anxious to being empowered and actually being able to choose healthy responses. We have some tips today for choosing new and healthy responses while you're feeling that icky kind of anxious feeling so that you aren't doing the knee-jerk reaction and adding fuel to the anxious fire. Choosing new and healthy responses while we're anxious can be challenging, to say the least, but it's possible with practice and persistence. Just like everything else with anxiety, we need to practice and we need to practice consistently. That's where the persistence comes in. We can't try this for a day and then say that didn't work. I still feel anxious. We're actually chipping away a little bit at a time. That's why we use the word practice because it isn't like a one and done cure. You have to be working at this and practicing consistently, using your persistence, coming back over and over again to just keep working at it. So here are some ideas to get us started. And then later on, I want to actually go over some responses that you may have been having and what you could do instead as a more healthy choice. So let's begin with recognizing the anxious thought. 
We have thoughts all day, every day. We're not going to stop them. We're not going to make them go away. And we're not going to be able to have them all be the ones we want or things that we are happy about having pop into our head. So we want to recognize the anxious thoughts. The first step to choosing new and healthy responses is to be able to recognize when you are feeling anxious. And you get better at this over time. It's one of those remarkable things that the more you practice this, the sooner you are able to catch it. There are so many nuances to our anxiety rising, and we begin to be really good detectives and able to see the signs earlier and earlier. So when you are noticing that you're beginning to feel anxious, take a moment to pause. It doesn't take a lot of time. No one needs to know you're doing this. You just take a beat and acknowledge the thoughts and the feelings that are arising. You don't need to change them. You don't need to push them away, lock them up, swear you're never going to think that again. Just acknowledge the thoughts and the feelings that are arising. They are tied together. So of course, we're going to need to acknowledge both our thoughts and our feelings as they come up. Next, I want you to observe. And the key word here is without judgment. Judgment is the important piece. Rather than getting caught up in the anxious thoughts, try to just notice them, observe them without judgment. This is where you learn to become the observer. You are the witness to what's going on. You are not tangled in there dancing with these thoughts and feelings. Imagine that you're watching the thoughts go by like clouds in the sky This is such a beautiful representation of what we are doing inside of us. We can see the big open sky, which is us, and we can notice these thoughts that are just like clouds passing by. They come and they go, and they go even better and easier if we let them. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off 
oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Next, I want you to challenge the anxious thoughts. Once you've observed them and you see that the anxious thought is there and you have not judged it or gotten angry with yourself, you can actually challenge it. You can ask yourself whether they are really true or whether there is another way to view the situation. Again, you're not pushing it away. You're not painting it a pretty color. You're just saying, is there another way that I can be viewing what this thought is pointing to? So you ask yourself the question, is there another way? This is your little challenge to the anxious thought that is arising. It's a curiosity. It isn't forceful and it isn't fearful. It's just curious questioning. Then I want you to choose a healthy response. Once you have asked, is there another way to view the situation? And is this really true, what this thought is bringing up? You can choose a healthy response. Once you have challenged the anxious thought, choose a healthy response. You get to choose how you respond. You may not have chosen for this thought to appear in your mind. That's okay. We all have thoughts all day, every day. We're not going to stop that flow, but we do get to choose how we respond. Now, this may take time for you to even begin to edge toward making a different response rather than your old habitual response, but it happens the more mindful you are of this all happening. Now, this might involve you taking a few deep breaths, engaging in a relaxing activity, or bringing your own physical being down a few notches by relaxing your muscles on purpose. Or maybe it's reaching out to a friend for support or writing in your journal so that you can have some clarity. Regardless of how you need to choose your response differently, early on it will take some time and maybe moments, and it might feel cumbersome. But over time, as you practice and you make new responses, you won't need a lot of time to do this. It will happen actually quite automatically. And then finally, I want you to practice regularly. Choosing a new and healthy response while you're anxious takes practice. It's not easy. We're not at the top of our game when we're anxious. So we need to set aside some time each day to practice mindfulness. We can do this in our meditation or we can do it in other relaxation techniques. But this is a key reason why we practice mindfulness when we are not anxious, when we are not in a panic or difficult situation. It's just Monday morning, our usual meditation time. We sit, we practice being mindful, we practice with the little clouds going by in the sky of our mind, 
while we're sitting in meditation and we get good at it so that when we are out in life and the big clouds are coming by, we can still deal with them because we have sat in mindfulness meditation and practiced many, many times. Now remember, choosing a new or healthy response while you're anxious is going to take time and effort. But again, with practice, it can become natural. And it is actually a very effective way of coping with anxiety, of not going down the wormhole with these anxious thoughts and the feelings that arise with those. Now, like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to take some time to look at some anxious, usual responses to things when we are like in a stressful period or we're having anxiety, and then look at the opposite response that we might choose over time as we got more familiar with making our own choices rather than just doing what we have always done. So let's look at anxiety talking in this way. Maybe it is telling you to avoid something, to stay away from things that make you anxious. That's a very common response that people have, a reaction actually, that people have when their anxiety is rising. Their reaction is avoid it, stay away from it, It's just making you anxious, and this will make you more anxious. So if we actually take what we were talking about earlier, and we stop and we recognize that thought and the feelings that are coming and we observe it, we can ask ourselves, is that true? Or is there another way? And we do that, we can look at it and say, well, there is another way. I could actually not avoid, but I could approach, I could go forward, and I could do the thing that was causing me this uneasy feeling, this dis-ease in my body. Instead of avoid, we could approach. And another one might be, you don't try new things, you don't go new places, you don't socialize, you don't share things with other people, you don't get close to people. It's kind of like you're closing down, you're clenching down. What could you do instead if you questioned and said, what could be another or different response? You could do the thing that you are avoiding, as we said in the first example. You could take a risk. You could be aware of the feelings that are coming up. And remember that you can tolerate these feelings. This idea of like, I can't get close to other people because I feel so uncomfortable with it. You could learn to say, I'm willing to tolerate that feeling for a little while. That would be a new response. You could try the new thing being willing to tolerate the feeling and the risks that come with doing something different, of being rejected, of not being able to be good at the thing that you are trying. It's okay. It's all right to not be perfect. It really is. Another example, the third example I have is you get angry Because oftentimes with people, it feels so much more safe to be angry 
than it is to be scared. And then we act in a way that gets noted under being angry or a frustrated person. We become labeled either from ourselves or other people because it's safer to be angry than it is to be vulnerable or to be scared of something. So if that is the case, you can actually observe, again, as we were doing with the other examples, and choose a different way. So you notice that you're being angry. Ask, is there some way that I could respond differently here? Perhaps a healthier response would be to sit with what is making you afraid, the fear that makes you lash out in anger. Maybe you could just let it be. Maybe you could understand that fear is a natural part of life. It's human to be vulnerable and to not be perfect and make mistakes. Those are different responses instead of just doing the usual, acting angry. The fourth one I have is you might be someone who dwells on irrational or looping thoughts like we've talked about in the past, and that your mind tries to create, it tries to make sense of these things, right? And you think about it over and over, and you believe what your mind is telling you without checking the facts. You're just believing all that is spinning around in the hamster wheel of your mind, Okay, well, we can see that. We can say, oh, my mind is spinning, or I'm thinking these looping thoughts and and letting them carry me even further into an anxious kind of time. And when you see that, you've acknowledged it. See if you could choose a different way to be in that moment. You could use the idea of considering the evidence looking at the facts, just the facts, ma'am. That's what you want. You could use the facts to actually balance your thoughts. You're not changing the thoughts. You're just offering more evidence, things that you know are absolutely true. And then decide for yourself whether your fear is justified or if it is just a creation of your mind, or it could be a combination of the two. But you're not caught up in being angry with yourself or the situation or the looping thoughts or the idea that your mind does this. Why does my mind do this? We don't need to go there and be angry with ourselves. We need to just look for more options, such as looking at the facts. What do I know is concrete evidence here that I could use to actually balance out what it is my mind is creating, the facts and what my mind is spinning, and to see if I could come up with if this fear of mine is justified or if it is just my mind carrying me off into anxiety. And the final one I have for you as an example is you engage in one of your unhealthy emotion-dodging strategies. And what I mean by that is that you are going off into old, habitual, maybe even addictive behaviors that you use to stay out of the emotions. So this can be anything that people eat for these reasons. They drink, they smoke, they use 
drugs legal and prescription. They over-exercise, over-shop, over-spend. You know where I'm going with this. There is a behavior that you have developed that has worked for you to keep these emotions at bay, to keep the anxiety at bay for the moment. And many times this can take us into unwanted territory as far as getting caught up in an unhealthy behavior. So if you notice that you do this and you notice that you're heading off for your emotion dodging strategy, take a second and notice it. Acknowledge that it's there. It's okay. And respond to your fear instead of reacting to it. Notice, oh, I'm doing this behavior or I'm heading off into this behavior because I'm afraid. So respond to the fear instead of using the behavior. Trust your judgment and the skill that you have gained over listening to these shows, talking to your therapist or your coach, and being in a group, talking to people, all this time that you have spent working on these new behaviors, notice that you are doing a behavior that doesn't really serve you because you are trying to stay away from a fear, from an anxiety-producing thought or behavior or environment, and actually deal with the fear instead. Sit with it, acknowledge it, write about it, and see if you can eliminate some of those emotion-dodging strategies and really get down to what is happening and why you are running for those. What is the bottom line fear? I hope that you can take some of these actions and notice you can have real different outcomes. So Choose a different response and see how things change for you. We all have our own anxiety-producing thoughts, behaviors, environments, and so all of our responses are going to be different. But the big point here is that you have a choice. You get to respond in a different way if you would like. It just takes practice. And now for today's quote. Greatness lies not in being strong, but in the right use of strength. And that's from Henry Ward Beecher. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.